On Friday and Saturday last week, we spoke at some length about the importance of speaking up about safety issues. We spoke about why some workers are reluctant to do so and why this is a major issue. At the time, I said that I'd written about this subject before, so I went back to check exactly what I'd said on the subject previously. So what you're about to hear was actually written back in August 2020. Uh, yeah, August 2020. It was written in the same week that an unnamed man was killed in a demolition collapse in Tottenham, and the same week in which a young woman, um, Shannon Brazier, was struck in the head by an excavator bucket. You might actually recall we did a fundraiser for Shannon. Uh, thankfully, pleased to report she made a full recovery from her injuries. Anyway, this is what I wrote back in August 2020. A day or two ago, a demolition manager posted on social media a photo that showed dangerous practice on the site of a well-known UK demolition company. Uh, you'll note that I'm not naming the demolition manager for reasons that will become clear, and I'm not naming the demolition contractor either, as I'm not really qualified to pass judgment on the practice in question. Bearing in mind that the photo was posted in a week in which one demolition man was killed and a young demolition worker was seriously hurt in a separate incident, you would think that this display of concern and transparency might be cause for praise, or at least for wider discussion and investigation. But no. Rather than being thanked for drawing attention to a potentially dangerous situation, the demolition manager has been vilified and castigated by his peers. Worst of all, he has been reminded or warned that his exposure of a potential risk could jeopardise his future employment prospects. And he has been warned not once, not twice, not even three times. At the time of writing, he has been advised five times about his future job prospects if his post remains visible. One of those warning states, don't think our industry needs a post like this after what's happened in the last couple of weeks. Seriously? During that period, the industry has sent one man to the morgue and another woman to intensive care. So what? We should look the other way, bite our tongues, keep our concerns to ourselves? Surely, if ever there was a time to identify, highlight and analyse dangerous practice, surely that time is in the immediate aftermath of an accident. Now, we can, of course, debate the wisdom of posting the picture on social media rather than contract, uh, contacting the company involved. But to do so merely detracts from the core of the problem. And that problem is certainly not with the person posting a photo on social media. And this is unfortunately far from being an isolated incident of misplaced anger or misdirected vitriol. I too have posted on Facebook uh, a short video showing poor demolition practice that resulted in chunks of concrete spilling out onto a road that was open to passing traffic. The film itself was shot by a concerned neighbour whose house was directly in the firing line for the falling debris. That video was initially viewed by about 850,000 people, although it's since been viewed by several million, and it's attracted a huge number of comments that fall roughly equally into two categories. The first category is rightly appalled at the content of the video. The second is rather more focused upon the woman filming the demolition. She is described, variously, as a nosy cow, told that if she got a job, she wouldn't have to worry about the demolition, and to sit down, you nosy old bat. I'm just relaying the clean ones. Getting back to my original point, when a qualified and experienced demolition manager posts an apparently worrying photograph on social media, he shouldn't be placed on the industry's shit list. Rather, he should be moved directly to the top of the headhunter's hit list. He is a man, or in some instances a woman, 
that knows what is right and what is wrong and isn't afraid to say so. He can recognise deficiencies, vulnerabilities and potential hazards. I think the main problem here is clear for all to see, but there is a second underlying but equally concerning issue. If the industry creates a climate of fear in which experienced and knowledgeable workers are afraid to speak out lest it impact upon their, careers uh, their career prospects, then we will have surrounded ourselves with yes men and yes women, drones and automatons that will ignore and gloss over safety concerns in return for ongoing employment, access to the next rung on the ladder and a future pay rise. Against such a background, further incidents, accidents and fatalities are not just likely, they're inevitable. Now, just one final thought, and we're back up to date now, just one final thought on this subject. If the weather experts are right for once, and I'll believe it when I see it, today will be the hottest day of the year so far, and tomorrow could be the hottest day on record ever. That means that up and down the country there will be hundreds of thousands of demolition and construction workers working under a blazing sun, wearing sweaty hard hats and nylon high-vis vests, many of them with no shade. Based upon all that I just said about the industry's climate of fear, how many do you think would speak up if they were struggling in the heat, if they were dehydrated, or if they were suffering the effects of heat exhaustion or sunstroke? Based on all that I'm hearing, I would suggest that figure would be very, very low indeed.